0: What is the most random fact you know?
1: The original lipstick that was used like when um,
0: makeup became a thing, was actually um, like beetles and other insects and stuff to like make their lips more
1: red.
2: welcome back to the for the hot mess guys happy weekend wherever you're at i hope you're having a good day we have got myself lexi and before i introduce our guest this week you know her you love her she's been on the pod before hilarious uh soul cycle instructor in austin she's a puma trainer she's got her trained by natasha going as well and that pretty much gave it away so welcome back to the podcast natasha how are you
0: thank you i'm so excited to be back i feel like I feel like it really, it was a long time ago when I was mm-hmm. on your podcast last, but um, it feels like it was just yesterday. I feel like I talked to you all the time.
1: Yeah. And how are you, Lex? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Vibe is good. I was telling you that I feel like I'm like really in flow and I think yeah. it has to do with Even subconsciously, just moving my body every day rather than seeing it as like this conscious thing and this thing I have to choose at this time, this time. I've just been doing it and my whole week feels in flow. Um, I love that. So I'm feeling fucking good. Yeah,
2: that's amazing. I actually had a training session today with a coach, which is so nice when you're a fitness professional, like all three of us know, when you get to step out of that role for a second and be coached by someone else, it's like the best feeling in the world. And we were talking last week about what we're bringing back into the new year and kind of new goals we have. And one of mine is for sure like self-care. And I consider like exercise for me when I'm not coaching self-care. So that was like a beautiful start to my day. Um, But before we jump into everything, I feel like we have to just get this out of the way because- You two have some big updates. I mean, Lexi talks about it every episode, but Natasha, since we've last talked, you are an engaged woman.
0: I'm engaged, bitch. And you're a a mommy now too. And I'm a mommy. mommy. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. congratulations thank you I feel like I haven't actually that reminds me my planner just texted me like a few hours ago and she was like can I call you about these catering quotes so Lex do you have a planner also do you go by Lex or my yeah
1: that's great it's not and it rolls off your tongue I feel like it does does. yeah (laughs) one of
0: my bridesmaids her name's Lex and so I was just like Lex Lex um but yeah I do you have a planner? So we chose a venue that provided us with
1: all of it, which is really, really rad. So we're in touch like on email um, and I'm getting married. So I live in San Diego, but I'm getting married in Arizona. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like a little bit back and forth, but the planner is a game changer, right?
0: Yeah. 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 I think if you're getting married, you 1000% need a planner, unless you're just a crazy organized person, which we are not organized people. And there are just little things like we haven't even fully tackled our guest list yet. Also, you'll have to tell me if this is happening to you, but I feel like ever since I got engaged, all of these hoes from my past life are like, We should catch up. Let's Facetime. And I'm like, you just want an invite because obviously, Natasha, my yes, my <laughs> wedding, like our wedding, is gonna be fucking amazing. You right. won't be there, but you're probably not invited.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> For insane. insane.
0: Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel bad. Like, obviously, some people that are reaching out saying congrats. I'm like, well, of course they're invited. But I just, I notice like a few that's people funny. or someone at work, let's say it's like, am I invited? I'm like, well, if you have to ask, probably not.
1: And that's right. awkward. You're and like, it's
0: so awkward. Yeah. I'm like, hello, do you, like, if I don't hang out with you outside of the workplace, mm-hmm. chances are you're not invited.
1: Yeah, right. but doesn't um, it put into perspective too, like the other day I was laying in bed and I was just like, wow, it puts, it puts into perspective how little friends I do have, but the ones I do are like solid and dumb and like they're yeah. juicy and you know, rather than like, we are having more of an intimate wedding. I mean, intimate quote, unquote, 90 to hundred people. Yeah. But when I look at, you know, just the friends and, you know, we're both, we're not old, but we're not 25. Yeah. Right? right. So the friend right. group that I have are all really solid families, like family friends, basically. That's but it. my best friend who's going to be marrying us I also want her to turn around and say a speech at the wedding because she's yeah. like my best friend. Yeah. So oh, that's
0: fine. I wish we had a friend who is officiating us, but Christian's mom, they're Catholic. And so they're like, well, if you're not getting married in a church, I want a priest to officiate the wedding. And I was like, okay, that's something that we can at least give you. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so you're getting a priest to come to the site that you're getting married. Yeah. Dope. My family's
1: Catholic and they, I'm sure they wish that's what I was doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it would be like, I think what you're doing is it's such a more intimate experience, but we'll give them one thing that's going to be classic. Um, but I probably look at my wedding dress like once a week. Oh, like videos done. Yeah. Do, you, do you look at your videos of your dress once i
1: i you know i love when people ask me about it because then i get yeah. to pull it up um and it is it's really beautiful it's really classic i can't wait to post post photos of it yeah. to and see. it's like the it, i'm not I, I like fashion right but mm-hmm. i'm but not that much you know yeah. so it's cool to like really love this piece um a lot
0: yeah I know I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I didn't think I would be, I thought, I didn't think I would cry first of all, when he proposed. Um, and I did, I cried in public, which was so embarrassing. And then (laughs) I didn't think I would be like so excited. So he planned it. Like we're not really romantic people. And so when we got engaged at our first date spot and then came home and everyone was there to like surprise us I was like wow good job Christian because we're just not (laughs) yeah totally and we were super excited you're getting married soon so I don't know when did you get engaged we were engaged for a little over a year so we got engaged Christmas Eve last year okay so I don't know if it's like as fresh for you but do you remember like getting engaged is so exciting. And it's just like high of your life. Yeah. And then, you know, life becomes normal again. And you're like, Oh my God, we hit mm-hmm. a slump. We're not mm-hmm. in love anymore, blah, blah, blah. But it really is just like relationships, just like life in general, like overall is pretty mundane. And then you have high moments and you have low moments. And I yeah. feel like, you know, things like social media make it really difficult or like movies or shows make it really difficult for you to understand that life is pretty, mm-hmm normal mm-hmm. most of the time. And then you have totally. amazing moments and you have lower moments. And yeah. so I caught myself being like, okay, you know, the high of being engaged is over, but that doesn't mean I'm not with the right person or anything, totally or like that. So that was like a pretty, totally. I don't want to say brutal reality check, but I had to like pull my head out of my own ass for a second.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's such a good point. I mean, I was thinking the other day that before I was with my man, I always had this thought of like, when I would be engaged um, and like planning the wedding that I, my mentals would, would fucking check out and I would sabotage like, and that was the, that was old Lexi, young Lexi. So now in the present moment, I had this conversation with my girlfriend at brunch the other day. I was like, I'm proud of myself for not in the moments where you're not on the high from engagement you're not close 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 to the wedding you're still kind of dealing with life and being like holy shit what did we do you know I'm proud that I'm not running away and like to see growth in real time feels good especially when it comes to love because yeah i would I would have been okay if I wasn't engaged, you know, yeah, like right. some girls exactly. wouldn't. So you're yeah, just like, right. I mean, this was dope. It was a nice, beautiful plus. but um, you kind of have to step into that role of fiance. Yeah, and I, you know, a lot of girls asked for it, and I'm so grateful and blessed, but I didn't ask for it. So right. it's like, you know, and
0: the, that's how, like I was to probably like a year or two ago, I was like, I'd be okay if Christian and I just like, it's fine if we don't have to get married, you know, like right. we're together and that's that. And I think that's how, you know, that you've settled into a good partnership, yeah. mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. where you're secure enough with your partner, where you don't need a ring. A rock is fucking nice though. So it's nice. And when people are like, it's so nice. I'm like, I know. <laughs> he did good <laughs> he, he, he did good how many times did you hear that when like yeah. literally every i'm like he did good he, i know i know it's
1: so you it's
0: it <laughs> like, it kind
1: of small but we have room to grow
0: yeah
2: it must be nice as i sit over here and just watch <laughs> this entire conversation <laughs> the tea. i was like i'm just gonna let them talk for this but so I happy know, for both it. Of congratulations you, yeah Thank it's you. amazing um that is so funny that you said you didn't think you would cry because I feel like I knew you would have cried.
0: You're like you sappy bitch. Yeah, hundred um, percent. No, I Christian was like, I'm not sure if she's crying because she's happy or if she's crying because oh she's upset God. that she didn't get a birkin because that was always the thing. I'm like <laughs> a birkin before a baby, a birkin before a ring. <laughs> you know that you know a a birkin is forever. A diamond isn't necessarily forever. This is so, so true. I, we did a good job with the surprises too. Cause I got a few things from Hermes, just not a Birkin love. And so, um, yeah, it was nice. Lovely. I love that. Um,
2: not to pivot crazy, but last week, a little bit, we talked on the uh, episode about things we were bringing back from previous years, back into our life, into the new year and kind of setting goals and stuff. And I'm curious to hear about some things you've decided to set for the new year, Natasha, and then we can kind of get into the questions we had for you. But I know a lot of people are very anti like new year goals, new year resolution, just trying to keep themselves on like a good path, regardless. I think Lexi and I last week kind of came to the conclusion that like it used to be so corny for that new year, new you thing. But like, if you're in a spot where you're ready to kind of step into a new power for yourself, like that's all on you. And we kind of talked about bringing back hustle culture into our life and, you know, all the new things we're exploring. So I'm curious if you made any new year goals for yourself, minus getting married, of course.
0: Well, because of my wedding, I obviously, I want to look my best. I want to feel my best. I did turn 30 last year. So self-care is important, to me taking care of my face and my body is important to me. And so it's not necessarily a new year, new you thing, but it is funny. People are against that, you know, saying you don't need a resolution, but if it's a good time for you to reset more so post holiday, then why not? Because from November, Thanksgiving, to Christmas, to new years, it's a really indulgent time of year. Mm -hmm. And I know when I'm indulging like crazy, I enjoy it in the moment, but I don't feel my best afterwards. Especially as right. I get older, like a bitch can't process dairy like she used to.
1: So wait, I saw one of your posts, and it was like my favorite one. That you're in this like sexy bikini, and you say some funny quote, and then you're like, "But she can't process dairy or something." <laughs> right. I was like, "Oh, get
0: her on the show! Look yeah, her I, think on the I show. can't. Like I, but I can't stop either. Like I love right. cheese. I love." Like, I really love a good piece of toast with some butter and like a little mug mm-hmm. on top. butter. butter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but it's more so just like eating things in moderation. Um, so, for Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. I did not want to step foot into a soul cycle because mm-hmm. I was on vacation and I needed to kind of just disconnect. So, I still wanted to move my body. And I was like, well, let me step foot into a solid core class with my friend Noel. And I decided, I was like, I think it would feel really good on my body to do something like this once a week, like a non-abusive kind of workout. Uh, yeah, Cycling absolutely. Cycling is just a lot on the body. Like yeah. strength training can just be exhausting. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood for it. So solid core seemed like a reasonable, I told myself getting to a solid core class once a week is something that I think I can do and maintain for the year. Like I didn't want to blow my load and say, I'm going to do this three times a week. Right. So I've been able to keep up with that. Another thing, it's kind of all of my resolutions, quote unquote, resolutions kind of happened during Christmas vacation while I had all of this time to do what I wanted. Right. I was really into a nice like 20 to 30 minute morning skincare routine. Mm. And I did not want to give that up once I started working again. So I do give myself a little bit more love when it comes to the facial massages. I got a new face recently. So I've been using that new face microcurrent device, um, really massaging my serums into my skin, not forgetting the neck. So I've been really taking care of my face. Um, What else? And then trying to not order so much takeout Um, it's just not as healthy and it gets pretty pricey. So those are things that I've been focusing on. And then also strength training three times per week um, outside of the classes that I teach. So we mentioned this when we were talking personally or like it's my own self-care. So for me, moving my body for myself and not for the classes that I'm teaching, that's my own self-care too. I have to think in a more selfish way this year, especially with the wedding coming up. And I think yeah. I just haven't been selfish in a while. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like last year I was so work, work, work. I was so exhausted that I did not have the energy to stay at Equinox after my six and workout. I didn't have the right. energy to go to a solid core class. And you know, life, life is more than just working, I hope for some mm-hmm. people. You have to have a life outside of work. And so that's what 2022 is all about for me.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I think it's uh, like everything you just said is choosing to, I'm choosing to give myself 30 minutes, right, to do this for my skin. And it's not necessarily because that reward comes in that moment, right? Or I'm choosing to do one class a week. Like why? Because it felt good in the moment, right? And so everyone listening, it's like to know that it's just, it's a choice and it's, you're gonna either go left or you're gonna go right. And it's the perspective and the way you're looking at that choice, because you teach, I'm sure a lot and to still make time for three weight training workouts, you know, could feel like work. It could feel like work to us. So it's being able to switch the perspective. I know it helps me is when I switch the perspective that my, morning workouts are for fucking me and it's not to get inspired it's not to see what this person's playing in class it's not even you know so I remember when I first started teaching I would take a class before I taught because I just wanted to get focused on what I was going to teach but I like can't even do that anymore I have to separate the my workout far from the the, your workout
0: for sure there has to be and That even might mean like at soul cycle, I get off my bike a little bit more. I'm still riding most of the Mm -hmm. time, but like, I don't have to do every single push. I don't have to, I'll do all of the fast stuff with them, but like, I don't have to stay on for the soulful moment. Like I don't have, you know, and I can, you know, take my time getting on my bike for that first song. And so that was, um, opening for me too, because I don't, I don't have this job so I can get paid to work out. My job is to coach and teach others how to mm. feel good in their skin, have fun while they work out, you know, do whatever they want for 45 minutes. My job is to coach. My job isn't to get paid to work out. Let's so go. There yeah. is that there is that pressure though. Like I've had someone and they I don't think they like meant this in a bad way. I think they're just like young and maybe don't understand what it's like to be 30 and teach five classes, um, in a day. But she was like, I hate when you get off for pushes. And like, I don't think she realized that that made me feel bad in the moment, but I'm like, there were mornings last year where I would wake up and like, I couldn't even feel my legs. And I was like, how am I supposed to do three of these today? And it's a shitty feeling. So part of me is like, okay, am I confident with, my voice? Am I confident with my ability to coach? Yes. I even had a master instructor sit in my class. Cause I didn't get a promotion last time around. And I was like, Hey, I want you to surprise me. Cause I, I've gone a little rogue at cycle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want you to surprise me. Cause I don't want to like plan a class for him. Um, I want you to show up to a class and I want you to give me feedback. And he stayed and he was like, you're really good at teaching off the floor or sorry, off the bike. It's okay for you to teach on the floor. He was like, so just do it as often as you need to. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And so once he gave me that like assurance, I was like, I can do this. Like there are people who don't ride at all period. So what's the big deal if I get off a little bit more? Um, So prioritizing more of myself, which might mean pulling back work a little bit, just a little bit, just so I can do something for myself on that day.
2: Yeah. I was going to ask, what do you think the difference is between last year and this year? You said last year you were feeling kind of like burnt out and this year you want to prioritize yourself a little bit more, but if you're not changing your whole schedule, your whole routine, you know, I think a lot of people in their head would kind of think like, Oh, I'll just drop like the classes. I don't want to teach anymore. and work from there, but you're, it sounds like you're going to keep your same schedule. You're just going to prioritize a little differently.
0: Well, for me, I didn't really have a choice domain closed. Okay. So one your of our studios closed And so I think I had 12 or 11 permanent and now I have seven permanent eight if I'm like subbing. So I'm still technically under that full-time umbrella so I can get insurance. Um, And so like, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Did it suck because I'm getting less money? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, and this is going to sound like pretty brutal, especially if there's a fitness professional who's listening to this. Teaching five a day, four a day, like three was a a light day for me. And I look back on it and I'm like, it's not like I was making a mill a year it's not like I was making $500,000 a year. So like, Mm -hmm. why was I doing that to my body? Like, why was I burning out like that? And so like, there are people who work less and make more. So it's like, how do you do that? Not out of laziness, but like, what's the point of teaching that much when it's not great for your body, you're probably watering down your product. And that's what I just talked about the other day. Like, when I was teaching that much, I felt like all I could give was 60%, 50%. Exactly. Now I feel like every class that I teach, I can go a hundred percent in the programming in the playlisting and everything like the choreography. I can think of new choreography. I can think of a new flow and I have the time to do it. So I'm really proud of every single class that I teach. And yeah, so that's, great. that's mm-hmm. really important too. It's like, do you want a watered down product and just work? You know, two times as much just to get a few couple extra hundred bucks a week, or do you want a really good product and figure out how you can get better and and make a little bit more money somehow by a promotion, by more subscribers, whatever it is?
2: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That kind of circles back to exactly what we were talking about last week. One of Lexi's kind of big things she was bringing back into this year was like the hustle culture and kind of redefining that. And like, we can still hustle and like be these badass bitches and like make Mm -hmm. all of this money. But at the same time, we can also pull back the days we need to. So -hmm. I think that's like a huge thing to redefine for all three of us this year is like, we can absolutely still participate in this hustle culture, but almost redefining it in the way of like, it's also me hustling when I listen to myself and slow down because then I can give a hundred percent the next day. Yeah, um, it's like so that's a like, smart that's awesome.
1: hustle, right? It's not a, yeah. It's not a stupid hustle. It's not a young right. hustle, exactly. right? right? And I think that's the difference. That's the shift. Is like it's I would hustle. go I like from yeah. bartending to teaching to back to the bar to waking up early to take the six a.m. to teaching the holidays and da 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 da. And I wasn't still enough. To see what the next strongest, smartest move was gonna be, because right. I felt like just filling up my schedule with things. Like you said, I love your point making a little bit extra money, right. or like a little bit extra sleep would probably make me more money in the long run, you know? Right. And I think it's important to say, too, for new fitness instructors, if you're listening or or this can relate to anything people do, people feel your energy. So when you're teaching five classes a day, you can be scattered, right? And you can, you didn't have time to eat and you didn't have time to finish this conversation with your mom and you didn't have time Mm -hmm. to whatever it was, Mm -hmm. like life is life, humans are humans. Your class will be able to feel that. So it's like, you know, putting the coach hat on again before the fitness instructor hat. It's like putting the, you know, the, the caring human hat on before the performer so that you can really do both. But like, you know what people need rather than just being like, all right, we're just going to do fucking squats. You're like, no, this is my intention for class. And I know you two being soul cycle instructors, you know, the intention is huge for, what you're doing on the bike, I think. And I love that you have your soulful moment. And so I just want to know, cause you did kind of bring it up a little bit earlier when you were teaching five classes a day and you couldn't feel your legs and you were just kind of tripping. I want to know like what conscious adjustment you made in that moment, because was it like, Oh shit, how am I going to ever going to do this forever? Um, or why were you like, I need to pull back other than the studio closing, but what conscious adjustment did you
0: make? I mean, I just knew, and I kept saying it and saying it. And part of me is like, Oh my God, am I, did I like manifest domain closing? But I would wake (laughs) up and I would just be like, I can't do this forever. I need to figure something out. I can't do this forever. I need to figure something out. And that's why I have multiple streams of income. I have soul cycle. So thankfully I wasn't as fucked as someone who's just has Soul Cycle as their mm-hmm, main mm-hmm. income. I have Equinox and I have Trained by Natasha. And so I was like, okay, well, now that I'm teaching less, I can host more challenges on Trained by Natasha. Now that I'm teaching less Soul Cycle, I have the time to actually be a solid program lead at Equinox. So at Equinox, I have this role, it's called Program Lead and I'm training other instructors on how to teach the Equinox signature classes. So classes like Best But Ever, Metcon 3. And I love that job so much. And I wish that there was more opportunity in Austin because we only have one club, but at a city like New York, Like Mm -hmm. there are program leads who can hit up 20 different classes a week for like feedback and that's extra money. So that's another, like, it wasn't necessarily a conscious decision. It was made for me, but I knew months before that, I was like, I can't do this forever. I need to figure something out. And circling back to like hustle culture, especially as a fitness professional, it's not that I want to do less work. My work just might have to look a little bit different. And I was just talking to Christian about this other day. I was like, I never promote myself, you know, like I never promote myself anymore. And I'm like, well, Instagram is work. Like I don't take as many photos because it's like every day, Mm -hmm. do I want to get dolled up, put on this outfit, make Christian take a photo of me, X, Y, Z. So I'm like, (laughs) maybe that's how I have to shift. Like if I really want, you know, trained by Natasha to continue, Outside of challenges, I have to promote it. There's this girl, Cara Lennon. Do you know her? She's in Boston. She's a soul cycle instructor. Yeah. She yep. kills it on TikTok, like kills it. And I don't know how her, we've talked about her platform before and we're both, we were like both kind of in the same place with our subscribers, like how many people. But I'm sure at this point she has way more because like her TikTok following is insane and she's on it every single day and it yeah she's
1: good and she's funny and shout out to her we were doing um a business course together me her and Kristen. oh really yeah yeah
0: funny yeah no no you're right though she's she's on it it every damn day and i'm like i could do that or i could just sit here and like binge watch another movie i don't know right Um, yeah you're so, like, it depends
1: on the day. It's going to be one or the right. other. Exactly. <laughs> right.
0: But that's right. like a way that I need to work on hustling. It just, it does take a lot of work to do that too. So I forget where I was no, just going. It's strategy. After, you
1: you had me wanting to move. Um, just into and bring back whatever you want to bring back, but just being an entrepreneur and like being in this space and having to think creatively about, you know, when COVID hit, I think a lot of fit pros had to think more creatively and we had to be like, oh shit, we're not just going to teach five classes and then this and that, and this event and have these partnerships coming our way, rolling our way because we weren't being seen as much And now there's a way to be seen a lot, right? So it's thinking strategically about where do you want to be seen? Who do you want to be seen by? And what is your message? And again, what is the intention behind being seen? But I love that you said is like, do I want to get dolled up? Like, do I, where, how am I going to get someone to take my photo right now? And that is, it sounds, it does sound fucking a little bit funny. But yeah. that is that is a that is That's like how a people huge make money. Block, yeah. and that yeah. is, it just is what it is, and it is. I hate when I feel blocked because I like want to post something and want to promote something, and I'm like, well, fuck, I just you know posted this photo last week and whatever it is. Yeah. But it's it's a real true type of hustle. So when did you start trained by Natasha, and like where where did
0: that creativity come from? started it just how everyone else started it in 2020 when the shutdown first happened in March. And I started off with Instagram lives like everyone. And, but I knew I was like, you know what? I'm going to need to like make money. I was still thankfully getting paid by SoulCycle for a good chunk of it. So, but I was like, what am I gonna do? Like selfishly, like this is how I make a living. And I don't, I'm not, cool with just like sitting on my ass for however long. So I, I don't know. I just kind of started it once I was like, I think I did like a week or two of Instagram lives. And I was like, well, let me make a website and I have all these photos. So why don't I like use them? And now um, there's like a platform called talent hack. And I feel like everyone's on that. And it's a very seamless. It's very easy. Um, everything's recorded and uploaded onto on demand and, it's much easier than when I was using Squarespace that was a lot. I still have my Squarespace website because I like how it like looks but um, yeah and I just haven't I haven't stopped because like there are still people who do it even if I don't even right. communicate with them because we have a group chat now even if I don't like, there are people who are like, like still subscribed. And I'm like, I don't know if they've ever joined a live, but if it works for them, it works for them. And oh. right. you know, I'm happy that it works. There's this one subscriber I have, her name's Lauren, and she's probably the only reason why I still do it. Like not the only reason, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. you know, there was a lull for a bit. And I was like, if it weren't for Lauren, like asking for this class or this class or like really being involved. Like I probably would have quit a long time ago. And I told her mm-hmm. that I was like, if it weren't for Lauren, like I would have dropped the shit forever ago, but Lauren likes it. And you know, it's that one person who supports you. That's who you want to do it for. I don't want to do it yeah. for, and this goes for Cycle too. Like I could be way more popular at Soul Cycle if I played music that people liked, like Taylor Swift, but, or if I like slowed down my class or didn't, I don't know, if I was a little more positive or whatever is expected out of a soul cycle instructor, I would probably be a lot more popular. But then it's like that one person who's showing up who does like the bitchy me. It's that one person who's showing up that does like I that does like the fact that I play music with no words. And I remember last week I was in the worst fucking mood. And that scares a lot of people for some reason. And then this one girl after class was like, I love, I love, I love angry Natasha. And I'm like, good. And that's who I do it for. I'm not doing it for the people who who don't show up because they don't fucking matter. Sorry, it Mm -hmm. is what it is. I'm sure someone who doesn't ride with me and is listening to this for whatever reason, is probably gonna be like, well, that's why she's mean, but I'm not doing anything for you. I'm doing it for the person who showed up two years ago when I first moved here. I'm doing it for the person who continued to show up during the pandemic. That's who I'm doing it for. Right. Yeah. That one person.
2: That's like why I think your success is a little different than what others looks like because you stay so true to yourself. And to be completely honest, someone who has that work ethic, in my opinion, you not only last longer, but your brand is more authentic to you. And that's when, you know, a lot of people on social media get caught up in like when they fall off all of a sudden, or they get caught up with like a scandal or they're canceled, and all of these things. It's because like they were never showing up as their authentic self and the moment they decided to everyone who followed them was like, wait, hang on. This isn't the person I'm used to. So I think your following and your building is so authentic to you that they'll have your back through everything, which is something so cool to see. Um, but I'm curious, I can't remember, did you become a Puma trainer before COVID or after train by Natasha started?
0: No, I've been a Puma trainer since even before soul cycle.
2: Okay. That's what I thought. Isn't that crazy? We want, yeah. We wanted to ask about that as well. Um, cause I know we have a ton of, you know, newer trainers or people who aspire to be trainers, listen to the podcast just cause is yes. falling in mind is very similar <clears throat> to that. Um, is that something that, you know, when do you think that came into your life and when you became a Puma trainer, is that something that was always a goal of yours or just kind of came in and how did you get that?
0: I got lucky, man. So actually I think I know what you're asking. So I didn't become NASA certified to like Teach to personal train or like teach strength training until like right before the shutdown. So that was like pretty new. I've been NASA certified now for two years. Sure. But the Puma trainer thing happened really. I just got lucky. And I was actually just thinking about luck like a few minutes ago. And I'll circle back to that in a second. But one of my riders at my old studio, the handlebar, she came, she took my 6 a.m. like ride or die. And she, came up to me and was like, are you sponsored? And I was like, and I had like 1,200 followers on Instagram and I still don't have like a ton, but I was definitely smaller than what I am now. I was teaching at a local studio. Like they're doing really well. They have, I think they're opening their fifth location in Boston, which is great for them. But I was like, no, why would I be sponsored? And she was like, I think you're really on brand. I'm gonna reach out to some people and like connect you with the right person. And I was like, okay, great. And I don't know if this was like totally allowed, but I was under the impression, actually he'll love this. So it started with the phone call and I ended the phone call. It's like, great. So like, how do we get started? And they were like, well, you know, we're going to think about like, they weren't like, I just assumed like I I had it. And they were, were like, there are a few more interviews. And I was like, oh, and I felt so dumb, but I think like that. Well, I've called it before something before I can't remember, but sometimes I feel like my confidence is just like I'm living in another world. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, I have this, but it's worked like <laughs> yeah. for most of my life. Um and so then I was like, fuck. They're like, okay, we'll get back in touch, you know, after the holidays, we'll invite you into the office for another interview. And I was like, okay. And I didn't hear back. And I was like, man, I fucking bombed it by just <laughs> assuming I had it. Yeah. And they invite me into the office. And I was like, okay, another interview. And then there's this like video presentation. And it was really cool. You kind of feel like a professional athlete almost by right. dope. Oh. Right. And she was like, okay, well, just like looking at you, I think you're really on brand. Like the Fenty line had just dropped with Puma, that collab had just dropped. And they were like, they brought that up, and they were like, I, "I would just like to invite you to be a part of the team." And I was like, "Okay, great." So it's a Boston-based brand; their corporate headquarters is in Boston. So like, I was right there, and it was very convenient. And last if last month, I was told that they were going to continue on with me for 2022, which I think would make it four or five years. Wow! Um, and I love it. They're like the best company. They are so. Down for anything. They help pay for spot, like, um, they pay for certifications. Um, cool. They are so great with like giveaways that I want to do for certain challenges. They give me a ton of shit. And I was just talking to a friend who's an ambassador, and she was like, I'm almost done with X brand. I'm not going to say what brand, but it's like the typical brand that you see Soul Cycle and You know, Kristen. Yeah. It's like yep. the typical brand. Yep. And she was like, Puma is so much better. Like you really don't even get that much with mm-hmm. X brand. So I'm mm-hmm. um, very grateful for, um, Nicole was her name. I'm happy that she took my class, but yeah, I got lucky. And, um, I think it sucks. Cause like some people just get lucky with certain things and some people have to work really hard, um, I think I've gotten like a good combination of both. But when we were talking about the like pandemic and like hustle culture and things like that, I was like, there are probably two people that I could name off the top of my head who did get lucky with having such a loyal following that when they went to virtual, it was like not that much work. They were like, okay, here's my website. Here's my app, come join. And like now they're probably making, if I were to assume like 300 a year, 300 K everyone else though has to fucking work for it. So if you don't get lucky, you have to work for it. And if you haven't gotten lucky yet, chances are it's not going to happen until that work, that hustle comes into play. And then there's going to be an opportunity. And because you worked your ass off, that opportunity presents itself.
1: Right. Yes, girl. To bring that perfectly around. Damn. Thank you. It's like what the way that I think about it and what we what we brought up last week was the way I kind of was looking at where do I want to be? What do I want to do? I'm already doing a lot of what I want to be doing. I feel I do feel lucky. I do feel blessed. But it was like. I had to see, okay, what am I not doing that I should be doing that I took out of my routine last year? Cause I said, Hey, fuck this. I'm working so hard and I'm not seeing anything and I'm fucking over it. Right. And I, I let my ego say, yo, you're going to rest this year. And I made a joke on last episode that I had a lot of boundaries last year. I said, no, a lot like a lot. I was just like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to teach that class. I don't want to do that event. I just didn't want to. And it was because I was flooded with the, the feeling of like, I'm not even moving this train at all. Right. And so going into this year being like, okay, I need to move differently. I need to bring something in that I haven't brought in in a while. Um, so does anything come up for you when you think about what is something that you kind of wrote off in the past that maybe Mm -hmm. now you have the foundation to bring back into your field?
0: I've thought about possibly because I stopped, I had some training clients, but because I lived in like a building and I would like invite them to my building or I would go there and do like house calls. I actually did have a couple that I would train. I would go to their house after my class and I stopped it because I was like, I basically, I wasn't charging enough. Um, and, I, and Christian was like, start cheap, start cheap. And I'm like, you're so like, I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> I'm like, I should not. For personal training, if I'm making less than what I do for a group fitness class, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like if I'm giving one person a personal program, direct attention for one hour, I should make more in that hour than I would for a group fitness class. And he just, that didn't make sense to him. Mm -hmm. So wait, really quick.
1: what does your fiance do for a living? He
0: works in finance. So (laughs) my fiance (laughs) is an engineer. I'm like, literally shut your mouth, shut your mouth. (laughs) Um, He doesn't get it. And, oh, trust me, there are so many arguments at this point. We're just like over it. But um, anyway, I dropped training clients because I just felt like that one hour after class is like an hour I could spend eating. But like, if I went right to a training client, I wouldn't eat. And then I had to teach more classes and then I didn't have any energy. And it was like, this, right. like I didn't, I would be lucky if I had time to shower. Like that's yeah. how, so I was like, no more training clients. I've thought about it, but also just like connecting individually one-on-one with people and giving that one person attention as someone who's had a trainer and considering my trainer, my shrink on days where like <laughs> I'm frustrated or I've gotten to a fight with Christian, like I could not deal with me for an hour. So (laughs) it's something that I've thought about, but I don't know one thing. I don't know if like, I don't know if this is going to like validate like what you're saying or like your point. But for me, I had this realization. I was like, I don't want to teach more than four a day. So like, I'm someone who would say yes to subbing but if it's any more than four, like I'm out. So I'm bringing back say no. Cause I didn't last year, but it's not going to be out of, again, my fear is that I'm, I'm being lazy and it's not laziness. It's just like four classes in a day is a lot. If I want to get my own workout in, especially at a class, like soul cycle, where it's very physically demanding at Equinox, no big deal. I'll teach four in a day. I'll just like, walk around and demo like who cares but at soul (sighs) cycle triples or less
1: yeah cool that's great that's beautiful and some sometimes what you're bringing back in is a boundary that you had that you kind of opened the doors to a little bit and then you're like oh shit this isn't this isn't really working for me
0: Yeah, yeah for sure and honestly I think it's what been three years I don't even remember Kristen when we were in training together but like what is it three years I am not I do not need to be the person who's subbing all the time like I don't need to be the person that they call when they like you can ask somebody else or like someone else can do a last minute sub who cares like someone will figure it out I always say I'm like worst case scenario I'll do it you know but um I don't want to fuck anyone out of anything but yeah you know
2: yeah, I think it's always interesting especially when we have guests on someone like you of course. Um when you talk about last year, you know, you had those moments in the morning where you'd wake up and you couldn't feel your legs or those moments where you're like I can't do this anymore. But to us and you're so real on social media, so I, this is just like a minor part, but like for someone who doesn't know you as well as like we do, someone listening when they look at your Instagram, you have your shit together. It seems like 99.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. So like how do you feel like you make you come across on social media? to your followers who might not know you as well. Cause I know your true followers know, like she's pretty much a hot mess majority of the time, but <laughs> the ones who don't, like you really do come across very put together. I would have never known last year that you were having those mornings where you're like, fuck, I don't know how much longer I can do this.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, Noel, right? In Philly. I love Noel. I was going to say, yeah. when you said solid core. Was it Noel from Philly? Yeah. I, um, I started laughing when we were like, how do you think you come across Cause I come off like a I think I come off like a huge douchebag and that's no one else said that. <laughs> no, like no one no. was like you're such a douche, like <laughs> you look so hot in your photos. I'm like, I know. Um I try and be like as honest as possible without like ever ranting. Cause yeah. think about when you know when you are on Instagram and you're like, oh, car rant, tap, 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 tap. Yep. Like no yep. one wants to hear you complaining, but if you yep. have a solid message about something. So I would, I try to always have a message behind what I'm saying. So if I'm, I'm not going to get up and post, I can't feel my likes today, where But I will try and post, I posted one thing that like, I feel like every soul cycle instructor reposted it and loved it. And I can't remember what it was, but basically at the end, I was like, remember you're human before you're a fitness professional. And I think that was like one post, like like Sarah, uh, Sarah Silk reposted it, like Samantha Jade reposted it. Like all of these people that I look up to that have been with the company for a long time were reposting something. And I didn't even have that intention. I was like, this is going to get so many reposts, but Sarah Silk was like, thank you for sharing what most people feel like they can't share. Like they're not comfortable sharing this. And so like that was, I always try and have like a message behind it. I'm not just going to like complain to complain unless I'm in one of those like really weird moods where I used to do something called bitch thought of the moment. And I, it was just random things like, you know, those bikes that are motorized, but they're not motorcycles. I fucking hate those things <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. just make it just, like, and so like that's something that I'll complain and rant about, or like the West Elm incident. I don't mm-hmm. know if I ever told you about that, Kristen, did I? No, what happened with Actually, I don't even think I shared it on my social media. Cause I was like, people will think that I'm an awful human. Um, Spill the tea girl. Yeah. Uh-oh so my mic i don't know it might not it might die but if it does oh just let me know um okay so this was like my first month in austin and i of course told desk after it happened and they were like who is this girl she's so scary and mean so Christian, he gave me, this was the first time he ever actually handed me, we were at brunch and I was like, I don't want to be here because you're watching football and I just ate, I'm over it. And he was like, okay, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think that I should get some things for the apartment from West Elm because West Elm was like right by our apartment. And he was like, okay here's my Amex. And I literally was like, Oh, like I was so excited. He is never, he's always been like, you're like, you're never going to have access. I don't trust you with money. And he should not trust me with money. Not with money. So I was so happy that I finally, like without him being there was holding his platinum card. And I'm like, I go into West Elm, like I'm the shit, like like shoulders are rocking. Are high. <laughs> Here's the thing when it comes to customer service for me, I wow. don't want to be bothered, but I want to be greeted. Hi, right. how are you? How can I help you? I'm good. I'm fine. Or hi, I need your help with a fucking pillowcase. You know, like I want, like I need to be greeted. If I'm not greeted, I'm going to be bitchy and I'm going to leave. You know so, why?
2: Side note is because Soul Cycle is so on point with that shit that it's ingrained in our head now when we yeah. go somewhere in the hospital. So like, you is not better point. say,
0: Hi, how are you? Or yep. I will literally turn you into stone with my gaze. So <laughs> I walk in, no one greets me. Of course, and I'm like, it's fine. You need some fucking. You need a duvet. I was like, I I needed things because at the time Christian just had a sheet over the bed. I was like, we need a comforter. We need a duvet. I need a matching <laughs> pillowcase set. Like I need all of this stuff. I need a throw blanket for this couch. So. I'm like, so bothered. And then I was like, well, do I want to mix and match? I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, where are the pillows? I don't know. And I'm obviously being very dramatic about the situation, like (laughs) walking around, like really quickly trying to find things. No one's helping me. So I finally find the section I need to be in. And I'm like, okay, I want this duvet, but uh uh-oh, like pillowcases, what do I do for pillowcases? And so I'm holding this duvet in my hands like, oh, I'm so helpless. And I was like, hi, can I get someone to help me with pillowcases? And they were like, oh, one second or something. They never come like no one's helping me. So I'm just stuck looking for these pillowcases. And so I was like, whatever, I'll just grab these four. I'm holding all of this shit in my hands. Like I don't even, there's no cart, there's no assistant, there's no nothing. And so I'm like, well now I want to check out. And so no one's there. There's like no register. I don't know how that works. And I was like, hi, I just need help checking out. And someone was like, oh, I'm busy right now. <laughs> like, you tell you, I just looked at her. I just go, okay. I opened up my arms. <laughs> Duvets is going down, <laughs> pillowcases going down, throw blankets going down. And I left.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good. And those were like $300 pillowcases and duvets.
0: I, <laughs> I left and then I ordered what I needed online. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was so mad. And I said to myself, I was like, I'm never going to step foot into a West Elm ever again. I had to go back like two weeks later for something. Right. But
1: gosh, that's I
0: did feel like they were looking at me funny. Um, And I was like, oh my God, could you imagine if like my face was like in the back of like the employee (laughs) bake break room being like, if this girl enters, I was there with my mom. I don't even remember what I had to get, but I think I had to get like another throw blanket or something. I have no idea, but why did I start talking about this? Because we were talking about hot mess
1: moments, basically, and how yeah. people see us on oh, yes. or you on Instagram as like this really grounded, put together person.
0: Unless the customer service is shit, I'll flip <laughs> out. Um, so that is something that I did not do on social media because I just felt like, you know, it's a long story, and that would have been For more sure. than like. 45 seconds and that would have been too long. And it would like, no one wants to listen for that long. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm kind of awful. Like I'm an awful person. (laughs) If you give me a reason to be an awful person.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, what was your hot mess moment the past, like, let's say five days. Um,
0: I had COVID. So that was pretty fucking awful. Um, oh, my hot mess moment was taking 50 milligrams of Delta eight. And honestly, right. I don't even think it's that bad. Um, it is great aside from the fact that I all of a sudden order Shake Shack and I'm like, not only do yeah. I want regular fries, but I also want the cheese fries. Uh-oh, what do I do for a shake, cause I want to try the shake of the month, but then I also want the classic want <laughs> yeah. the burger, do I want? Like that was probably like my hot mess. COVID, when you have COVID, Obviously you want to be healthy, but what are you going to do when you're home all day? Get high. So that was probably my hot mess moment was just a lot of edibles and
1: I've
0: been pretty boring. I feel like I made salmon. I'm not totally sure if I cooked it all the way. (laughs) So that's another, that's another, that's another hot mess moment. I don't know what's going to happen. I doubt it's going to be good. Um, and oh, another hot mess moment again, post Delta eight, 50 milligrams, whatever that does to you. I had four pieces of toast at like 10 PM last night, one with peanut butter, Mm. one with chocolate granola butter. What? One with butter. Like I'm literally like, just like stoned as shit. I'm like, Chef Boyardee. You're like, let's pretend place? we're at a whole food truck. <laughs> yeah. um, one with like butter and cinnamon sugar. Oh, and so good. One with butter and Maldon salt. So I had all, and I'm just like sitting in bed, like, like strategically <laughs> trying to eat each toast. I was like, okay, let yeah. me start with the salty one and then right. go on to totally
1: strategy when it comes to bites is super important
2: too it's always so funny when you're high the things that you come up with would never occur to you when you're not and it always ends up being like bomb meals and it's like do i I never think of this stuff when i'm sober
0: you know funny one thing that i did discover when i was high and it was so good and i'm just realizing i think i can't remember but it was so good so it was toast with butter, <laughs> feta cheese. Oh God. <laughs> but the bagel
1: seasoning.
0: Ew. I Were know, you out of
1: was- cream cheese? I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, what was probably, the process? With that? yeah, yeah, right. I don't no, know. Like- I have no
0: idea, but I was like, I, I have no idea, but it was really good in the moment. And honestly, I would probably do it again. I think you came up with a new segment for us. It's like high snacks. Like high every snacks.
1: episode we have to I love high give snacks. a recipe yeah. for what we ate when we were high. Um, yeah, I love that. So we have some like rapid fire ish type questions oh, that we want, <laughs> that we want to throw at ass. you. So it's I'm going to let Kristen start um, and then we'll just kind of switch off and see what happens. I've got some funny
2: ones that I think you'll actually like. So this is good. Um, let's start with something involving Christian because I love bringing him into things. <laughs> something that Christian does that annoys the shit out of you. One little thing that comes to mind.
0: He spends 30 fucking minutes in the bathroom. Always. Like taking a shit <laughs> does not take that long. And he also, <laughs> for some reason, when I'm calling his name, he doesn't hear me. But then if I'm like talking shit about him, he hears me. Yeah. Like you have selective listening and it's very annoying because I'll be like, We Christian. should
1: double Christian. date.
0: Yeah, it's so I feel like everything so you're saying about him is like so
1: similar to I'm like, my man if you just
0: want to watch porn do it in the bedroom <laughs> or like maybe what we can have sex I don't know Like, do you want to have sex like what are you doing there and he's like no Natasha I'm w- reading this article I'm like on the toilet I hope I, like in this, I wouldn't wish this upon anyone but it does bother me so much I hope he gets hemorrhoids as like a learning <laughs> lesson <laughs> like like that's maybe terrible. you shouldn't just sit on the toilet for that long that wasn't <laughs> no sorry that's
1: so, no that's good I have a similar one then who wears the pants in the relationship you or Christian
0: I mean he makes the money so I feel like he has to wear the pants because listen if At, I what about energetically
1: hat,
0: energetically
1: like is he like no sit down we're not doing that right now and you're like fine okay or are you like no so me? that's the
0: thing we're both really <laughs> fighty people. So I guess we both wear the pants and like, sometimes that's an issue because no one, we don't tell each other like what to do. Like if I really wanted to do something, example, get caviar at a restaurant, I would just be like, please, please, (laughs) please. And sometimes he says yes. And sometimes he says no, it just depends. So I don't know. I feel like we split the pants. Totally.
1: Got it. I love that. Great answer. I do love that. Um, Okay, what
2: is something in your opinion that used to be considered trashy that's now classy?
0: Almost everything now. (laughs) That right? You know what I mean? Like there are, I don't know, it's so hard because I don't want to offend anyone. Um, Cheap clothes, like fast fashion, I guess. I'm Mm -hmm. not a fan. just like not my vibe anymore like i'd rather invest in high quality classic pieces and like do i i don't even know if i have anything that's that trendy um so i think yeah like fast fashion the idea of getting a four dollar shirt i love that isn't appealing Mm to me um unless you have like no other choice but to get a four dollar shirt like that's you know different but it's not i feel like people are so interested in like keeping up with the trends that brands like fashion nova or she and or pretty little thing don't get me wrong when i was living in miami i was getting a lot of shit from fashion nova and pretty little things and now where are they in the trash,
1: right? Yeah, in the trash. You and can wear the them trash. once, and then yes, you can even wear them wash them, once them. And it
0: looks—that's looks the most cheap. frustrating thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not. I don't know if cheap clothes though were ever classy, but um, I don't know. That was a hard one. I just—I feel like since the '90s are back, um, I love it. Like I love the look of the '90s. It's not something that I can pull off, but I don't know. That was hard. That was a hard one. I failed. Sorry. You he did it. You'd be great. I just, I insulted everyone who buys shit on, like, <laughs> Amazon. That's no. the only That's the only thing I'm good at is insulting people. It's always <laughs> good to like hint at, cause you know, I try to be as
1: conscious and as eco-friendly as I can with everything. Right. It's like taking my cup to the coffee shop, little things like that. And if I can do yeah. that more than not, we're making a little bit of a difference. So you didn't well, insult, you just kind of. And fast them.
0: fashion is not good for the, right. Audience, right. That's not I'm praying, So yeah. it's like, Right. I like, that's why I like rental clothing companies or, um, getting things from the real, real, whatever it is. I love
1: Love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right. So what keeps you up at night? Don't think too deep into this, but just like, what is something where you're like, oh shit, I can't think about that right now. Or I won't, I won't fall asleep.
0: Oh, I totally read that question differently or heard it differently. I was like, <laughs> you're S-
1: like the fucking neighbors.
0: <laughs> I know. I I'm, was I'm like, uh, my this game called Property Brothers on my phone. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> that I will play that, but that's what keeps me up at night. What keeps me up at night? Um, I don't really have like a ton of anxiety or stress. I don't care about anything. If it's not like, if it doesn't affect me, this is a flaw I have but also probably a pro as well. Oh yeah, um, totally. If it doesn't affect me, like, why do I care? I like, love if, it. If it's out of my control, why do I care? Like, I don't care about anything that's not actually important to me. So nothing really keeps me up at night except for watching TV and games on my phone.
2: That's great love though. Love it. Jealous. Love um, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I have so one. much
0: fucking anxiety. <laughs> I'm in bed and I'm like, Jealous. Oh, my <laughs> no, Christian literally could be out having a guy's night and I'm like, okay, edible, go to bed, see you in the morning. I don't give a right. fuck, I don't care. Right, right. love that,
2: <laughs> It's a good one. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends assume that
0: you did?
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Um, either like arguing with someone while I was wasted, oh, yeah. um, like breaking in somewhere, or drugs. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've
0: like, I've, I've like snuck into places through like windows and shit. If the line was too long, it's just oh, what disturbing. It, <laughs> it would honestly probably be disturbing the piece
1: of that. Do you want to go one more each Lex? Yeah. Let's do one more each. So let's just say I'll go with my guilty pleasures. Like what is something that you're, you like would cringe to admit about yourself. It could be something you're into or, you know, I it. I <laughs> I'm like, it. you know, Oh, I'm so excited for this.
0: <laughs> I love the greatest showman. Oh, it's such a good movie. I know. I know. I just watched it like this month it's and so good. I, for the, since listening to like on my way to my 6am, I will blast Um, from now on. So good. And scream, sing in my car. Same with like, this is me classic. Um, So that's something that I don't really admit is how much I love the greatest showman. And I just yeah. like, I haven't seen a musical since high school musical when I was in high school. So the fact that Christian got me to watch greatest showman and now I'm here a little, like, that's how I'm getting pumped up for class. <laughs> I was going to say,
2: it. circle it back to soul cycle. Do you ever play yeah. now those songs in class? No, I can't yeah. ever see you. Exactly. That.
0: I did play after I saw it from my eight thirty. I played. This is me. Um, and it was like a cute moment, but again, it just didn't feel like on brand. Yeah. And yeah. not that I like care because I play whatever I want, mm-hmm. but I was like, this just doesn't hit as well as I like thought I would. It was, it was like, like taking away me.
1: from your experience with the exactly. song.
0: Exactly. Right? So I did yeah. I did try, um, but that being said, Chris Chandler always does like rides like that. So I'll right. probably- I'll probably book my ass a bike on his next time. He does a greatest showman ride. Yeah. I love that. That's funny.
2: It's a good movie. Um, okay. Last one. What is the most ridiculous fact, you know, like something that comes to mind. That's something weird. A fact that, you know,
0: God, I'm so dumb. I wish Christian (laughs) Christian Christian knows everything about everything and he is the best trivia partner but also really annoying if you're not on his team for games right um the weirdest fact that i know god Kristen, I'm fuck sorry.
1: You. I'm. i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't know how to answer this what's the best think... advice you ever have received there we go it's a good one
0: keep your head down and do your own thing And I still have to tell myself that every single day because the Austin build soul cycle wise has been really, really hard.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, It's so hard to not compare yourself to other people, but I always come, like I I think about it, right? I'm always, uh, if I have that moment where I'm comparing my numbers to someone else's, we all do, even if we say, don't compare, you do it. The one thing that I think makes me strong is that it doesn't change who I am. Like Mm. you still don't see me playing Taylor Swift theme rides. You still don't see me, you know, playing more top 40 shit. Um, And I think hopefully in the long run, I'll get my time to shine. Still working for it though. So keep my head down, do my own thing. And hopefully at the very least, I'm happy, you know? Yeah, that is so
2: important. What a great note to end on. Um, thank you, Natasha, for taking your time today. It was lovely thank as you. per usual.
0: You know, I'm not going like- to lie. Yeah. What? it was going to came up at night that fucking question what fact yeah weird fact that's actually the one thing that's going to keep me up at night I'm nighttime. so You're sorry like, wait what is yours Kristen yeah do you have a weird fact because I don't I like now I'm like shit i I should read more I'm not encyclopedias. kidding I'm gonna call Christian when this is over I'm gonna <laughs> be like, give me a weird fact Just to put in your pocket The weirdest fact that you have.
2: I'm like kind of an asshole for asking you because now my mind is completely blank and I can't tell you one weird (laughs) fact. Why would I ever ask that? That's rude. I'm so sorry. You're
0: so rude. No, I'm kidding. I love you.
2: Love you so much. But thank you for coming on. And I'm not going to lie. Don't take this the wrong way. But since you've been engaged, you're a little bit too tame for me, I think, right now. (gasps) Oh, my God. You got to come back to the wild side. I I challenge.
0: so tame because it's also like I'm 30 now so I'm engaged I'm 30 I did actually recently um get cut off at Clark's which is where we got engaged so um I guess that would have been my hot mess moment but yeah I got cut off so I'm not totally tame I think maybe I'm just like a little more reserved, but yeah, I didn't realize getting cut off was possible at a place like Clark's. Like, it's not like some bar, it's like a oyster restaurant, so which is like worse, you know, it's like, how, how many martinis did you have in order to be cut off from a restaurant? So Right. Don't worry, Kristen. I'm still, I'm sorry. And you need to Thank visit God. Austin. Seriously. You have a place I to do. stay. Lex, you can come too. I know we have a I, I went to by. Austin
1: in November for the first time and I loved it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would be so down for that trip.
2: Yeah. Oh, girl's trip. Little girl's girl trip. trip. I got to bring I got to bring the single Lexi and the single Natasha back out for a weekend or something yeah.
0: like that. <laughs> I'm so yeah. mooring now. I'm a mom, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. it's a little baby Bruno, but yeah, amazing. We love you in all of your phases in life. We love you no matter what. Love you. Thank you for coming on, and I hope everybody has an amazing weekend going into your week, wherever you're at. Um, and I hope you learned a little thing or two from Natasha today, and Lexi, and I. And we will see you guys next week on Wellness for the Hot Mess.
0: See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>